So, I'm discovering that as I strive to do this thing where I want to be able to somehow have a handle on the, the green, the yellow, and the red zones, that it's not really required for me to be perfect at it. Because regardless of how hard I try sometimes, I find that I'm still who I am in the level of sensitivity that I am, right? I think I'm always going to be the crybaby. I kind of have a sense. I feel like I'm just always going to be in that state where I'm slightly living with my heart on my sleeve because I prefer to live my life that way, right? I don't want to be somebody that just hides my heart behind brick walls and is not able to feel feelings or feel the feelings of others or be affected by other people's feelings. And so in some ways I'm like okay to be this person that like fluctuates between the red, yellow, and green zones quite frequently, you know, like maybe several times within an hour, right? I really appreciate the talk that I was just studying that that just kind of explained it, right? It's like talking about overcoming the world. And for some reason, when I first started studying the talk, I was under the impression that, oh, overcoming the world means, hey, you're like constantly striving to learn how to be in the green zone. You know, that green zone is where you can be so creative and like, you know, on top of the world and basically living the life of your dreams, living the life you were born to live kind of like in your idealistic mindset, right? Living what what could be your perception of perfection, right? And so that's what I perceived at first. I was like, oh yeah, overcoming the world means like, man, like you're able to just like get to green as often as possible. That's what overcoming the world looks like, right? But then... As I ponder it further a little bit more, it becomes a little more clear that, no, I don't think overcoming the world actually means that, because also in this text that I was studying, it's like, no, overcoming the world means, doesn't mean that everything's perfect and things are are, are miraculously easy in a certain way, whatever, but it actually just means that you're able to do whatever you do with Jesus Christ, right? You're inviting him to be a part of this process with you so he can make your burdens lighter. He's the one that can make those things easier for you. And that kind of thing. You're not trying to just muscle your way through overcoming the world. Because overcoming the world is a gift that you receive after you see Christ. That's basically what it is, right? And so if I'm trying to muscle my way through something, that's not overcoming the world. That's just me muscling through something else. And so that's kind of what I feel like. It's like, I am, for some reason, (coughs) I feel like a bit of my calling in life is somewhat to be this person that is some kind of person that still chooses to be kind amongst all the terrible instances that I somehow fall into, right? Whether it's the different levels of abuse of childhood or whether it's the different levels of friendship and betrayal or whether it's the different levels of like um, of, of mental illness and crouching and enshrouding over my agency kinds of things or whether it's like, um, you know, like having this, this person in my life 
that, that I think I'm going to lose over like several times, right? Like, and, and then, or whether it's like me trying to be some kind of nice-ish person that's some kind of a Christ-like leader in my home, and then the, the, the slight betrayal, like the innocent betrayal of, of little people turning, you know, going from attached baby to developing human being and choosing to become independent of me and, and showing that in, in so many different ways and forms, whether it's acting out in different ways or talking back to me in different ways or, um, or just like expressing their deep actual feelings in certain ways, right? And amongst all of those situations, it can be easy for me to be like, uh, I'm not, I don't deserve this, right? Like, I don't deserve to be, like, be a part of these situations in some ways. Like, what, like, there could be a part of me that could be very bitter about all of it and be like, what was the point of this whole life? that I've lived to have gone through so many different situations that were just so unideal and were just so unfair in some ways. And it could be really easy for me to go there and stay there for my whole life and be like, I'm done with the world. I'm done with everyone and everything. And there's no reason for me to be here because I'm just constantly put into these situations that are really hard for me to deal with. And all of them are hard to deal with. Every single one of them. There's not one of these situations that make it any easier for me because they're all so hard, right? But then that's where it comes in. That's why the gospel of Jesus Christ is so, so important. Because I'm not supposed to go through it myself. I'm not supposed to be some kind of person that can muscle through it all by myself and somehow be this person that is some kind of Olympic champion, muscle through, overcoming trials kind of a person. I'm actually this person that's learning how to follow Jesus Christ and then allow for him to show me what is his way of doing this, right? And, and then, and just follow, right? And, and be this person that's like willing to be like, See people the way Christ saw them when he chose to atone for them, right? He chose to become crucified and die on the cross for these people, right? Every single person that I've ever interacted with, he did it for them, right? And so when I think about these situations that are really hard for me, really, it's not really the situation that's hard. It's not really the people that's hard. It's just my perception of that specific environment and my perception of those individual people. But what if I were actually able to perceive every one of those situations the way Christ would have because he was the one that atoned for those people? Would he have had extra compassion for said person or that person? Would he have had an extra level of like, of, of just like insight to be able to support and help those people? Like, instead of seeing all those situations as burdens on him, wouldn't he have just taken them and been like, I'll make your burdens lighter, you know, and I'll help you hold those burdens for you and like, like hush their, hush their spirits and just like comfort it and help them feel better after, right? Instead of me being this person that in those situations, that was still very immature and very natural mannish and very much 
not really in a mindset of wanting to overcome the world with Christ or, or overcome, become bigger than my circumstances with Christ, right? And so because I wasn't totally in that mindset yet, I just saw those situations that I would just always want to run away from them, right? I'd be like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Like, let's try to run away from this and let's try to run away from that and let's try to run away from that, right? Or it's like, okay, this is a difficult situation. I can't run away, so I'm just going to ball my eyes out, you know, and just be the crybaby of the situation, which is okay, right? Like, it's okay for us to, like, be in our life situation and feel it the way that it, it, it is to be felt and all of this kind of stuff, right? It's okay to feel the emotions. It's okay, right? Like, in the same way that I just took the last few minutes to feel what I was feeling, the last eight minutes, right? To feel what I was feeling about my life situation, right? And how significant it is to not just stay there, right? Like that's the whole part, that's the whole point of this plan of salvation so that we can see the big scope of our life and where we stand in this scope and that we don't feel like we have to stay in one place for the rest of our lives, right? And... And we can become, that's the whole point, right? It's like, I'm not supposed to stay the way that I was in the last eight minutes for the rest of my life, right? But it's important for me to stay there sometimes for a little bit, right? So then I can really be like, yeah, I have that under my belt now. I have that life experience under my belt and it's time to move on. So that's kind of my process, right? I'm just like in this little ditty space where it's like, You know, I might be able to start my day with scriptures and like lots of holy, wonderful thoughts and feelings and gratitudes and stuff. And I think I'm coming to a point in my life where I'm starting to realize how important it is to have this to be expected mentality about, so this is what I'm doing to prepare myself. And yes, there's going to be opposition. There's going to be adversary trying to, trying to make me doubt what I'm trying to do. He's going to have people feel inspired by him to do different things to push me off kilter, right? And then, you know, it could be easy for me to retaliate. You know, somebody could outlandishly say something to me and I could outlandishly say something back. I could just totally be like, oh, well, you have that to say about me. I have this to say about you, right? Like, and just And just keep that cycle going, right? Because that's what the adversary wants. He wants all of his pride cycles to keep going over and over again. So that people get lost in his pride cycle when instead they could go into a cycle of overcoming the world, right? They could go into a cycle of humility and like yielding to the Holy Spirit, like yielding to the spiritual man and putting off the natural man and not be part of that game anymore. They're done playing the pride cycle games and they're ready to do the follow Christ Jesus fun games, right? Like that's kind of what it's about. And so that's what I'm trying to do today. I'm trying to let go of the pride cycle games. I'm trying to um, do the Jesus fun kind of games, you know, the things where it's like asking personally, like, who could I help today? How could I help them? Please help me in my striving to find out who I can help and, and how I can help them. And please help me in my process to, like, 
have Christ-like courage to do those things that I feel prompted to do, right? Like, rather than think them up and then wait the next year to try them and then find out that next year they're not available because it's just not the same situation. The prompting was given now for a specific reason. So, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm just kind of in this trying to be thoughtful state, trying to be grateful state um, amongst my personal challenges with life and, and trying to be some kind of person that is searching for the life that I actually want, right? And, and keeping that in the forefront rather than getting sucked into the life that I don't actually want. Yeah, that's basically it.